Hey, everybody. Before we get into our show, we want to bring you some kind of tragic news from up here in the industry in Canada. On October 13th, acclaimed Mi'kmaq filmmaker Jeff Barnaby passed away from cancer. He was 46. Uh, we thoroughly enjoyed his work here on the show. Uh, everything from Blood Quantum to Rhymes for Young Ghouls and even his short work, File Under Miscellaneous. Uh, it's a it's a huge loss to the industry up here and uh, just a fantastic storyteller. So uh, our condolences to his family and uh, rest in power, Jeff. April 21st, 2006, the first recorded glitch in the Matrix occurred. A horror movie with Sean Bean in it was released, and he didn't fucking die. Because we're talking movies, we're talking Silent Hill, starring Rahada Mitchell, Lori Holden, and the aforementioned Sean Bean, written by Roger Avery and directed by Christoph Gangs. You've darkened the heart of an innocent and now you cower in the face of Alessa's revenge. What's good to be, city boy? I can put you in jail, or you can go home. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of How'd You Like Your Movie? This is our third installment of, as Chris is titling it, Hot Ghouls of Halloween. We're covering 2006 Silent Hill, and we have a fantastic guest in horror photographer, Andrea Hunter. Andrea, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Uh, I'm good, Scott. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing very well. Very well. Looking forward to this. So why don't you do some shameless self-promotion? Because that's the best kind of promotion. It's my favorite kind of promotion. Uh, I'm the worst at that kind of promotion. But uh, yeah, I'm a horror photographer, fantasy photographer, ethereal portrait fashion editorial anything that's cool and hot i take photos of um i own a photography studio in hamilton that's just full of cool creative sets um i've toured the world doing photography which is pretty fun i've shot for a lot of bands and i just have a huge passion for horror so that definitely comes out in a lot of my photos i feel so both you and scott are wearing very cool actually i'm wearing a death proof t-shirt you can't see it uh, but we're all actually wearing uh, kind of jammy shirts. You got some Friday yeah. the 13th. And Scott, what do you got on there? You got your Michael Myers shirt on? Yeah, I got the Oh, I love that one. <laughs> have you seen, uh, have you, Andrea, have you seen the new, the latest installment in the Halloween franchise? No. Um, well, hated... That was an ass, exa- exasperated <laughs> no. Heavy, heavy, heavy question. No, uh, I hated uh, Halloween Ends or Kills, Halloween Kills. So I'm like kind of dreading this one. Like I'm going to watch it, but I have really low expectations for it. Hey, low expectations are good because then at least they're satisfied. Lowered yeah, exactly. expectations. Uh, you, okay. So bands, uh, are, can you, can you tell us some of the bands you've toured with some of the big ones? Um, so they're kind of like a local hot band around here. I walk off the earth. Um, yeah, they got famous years, years, years ago for the five people playing one guitar kind of thing. Yeah, for, uh, what was that? The Goatjays, yeah. Someone I used to know, yeah. Um, so they blew up, and then uh, they're really good at just, like, keeping it within the community. So uh, a few years ago, they had me come on tour with them. So we got to travel across, like, Canada, America, Europe, and everything, which is really cool. Um, and then we got to tour with, like, a couple other people on those tours. So, like, the Dare Knots are another awesome local band. Um 
uh, Tessa Violet. She's a pretty cool artist from the States, but uh, yeah, just pretty much them. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. So and you, I, I have in my notes that you are doing some music video work as like a, like a DOP just, or a director or what are you doing? Um, yeah, all the above. Um, I literally <laughs> just, uh, just started doing that recently. Um, my uh, boyfriend's actually a DOP and a director and he works in movies, movies and film. Um, but he did music videos for years. So I used to always help on set and do a lot of these videos. We did a lot of the walk off the earth videos, um, like a lot of local like metal bands and he's in a band too. So a few of their videos. Um, so I've like been in that world a lot and seen a lot and helped out on a lot of sets. So now that he's transitioned to film, I was like, fuck it. Well, I'll give us a go. So when, do, <laughs> when does this, uh, when does this music video come out or is it already available? Uh, well, I've done three recently um, in the past like month. They're just like local uh, girls, but they're pretty awesome. Um, the videos are cute and fun, but they'll be coming out, I think, actually pretty soon. Um, but yeah, I have a cool video coming up this week or next week with a, a local artist, Melissa Marchese. She's one of my good friends. And uh, she put her trust in me to do this video. So we're just creating our own smash room and we're just going to smash a bunch of shit in slow motion while she sings and dances around. So I'm pretty stoked about that one. Are you doing all your own post-production or do you have a post house or... Yep, I'm doing all the editing myself as well. Just learning that also. Um, I just started learning DaVinci Resolve for yep. editing and I love it. It's actually really cool, really user-friendly. Uh, so yeah, I've just been doing my own edits and just kind of fucking around. I've been doing like a lot of uh, um, like videos of my photo shoots as well. So kind of like um, a fashion video more so. Uh, I did like a witch's shoot uh, a couple of weeks ago with a few of my girlfriends that I'll be putting out probably closer to Halloween. So it's just kind of cool, creep creepy dark video very horror style which is fun yeah uh so actually your friend and collaborator linda (laughs) is is currently on one of my shoots right now that i'm producing uh and i like i will be leaving this to jump in the car and drive to toronto like haunted museum no she's uh we're doing a short film called passage and she's oh, our makeup cool. artist for the three days or whatever. You know oh, her. She sick. works like, you know, 28 days, 28 hours a day and somehow nine days a week. Right. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually, I actually did. Uh, I helped out on set with her and like this uh, haunted museum show. Like last week I did a uh, like set deck for a couple of days. Just to dabble in the film world as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, I <laughs> also know everything. you also have worked with like a fairly famous person on uh, their shoe campaign. I have, yeah. I, uh, last summer, I worked with Kat Von D on her shoe campaign, Von D Shoes. Um, so I just got in touch with her through an agency, um, and she was running her entire shoe company herself, like doing all the marketing and like web design and sales and everything. And it was just obviously a lot. She's a very busy person. So she brought that this agency on, and they reached out to me, and they're just like, "You're the girl for the job. Like, are you interested?" I'm, fuck yeah obviously um so yeah she sent a bunch of her shoes up here and we shot like the whole new campaign um to promote it and then a few months later she flew us down to LA and we got to shoot in her house which was really pretty really really cool um she has that like red pool I don't know if you guys have seen it online she has a it's a it was like trending for a bit but yes she has a pool she painted the liner red so it's just like a red pool oh cool yeah it's like a pool of blood (laughs) nice so is yeah. there anything else you want to tell us and our audience about you or the work you're doing before we jump into Silent Hill? Um, 
Not really, just pretty much my studio is like my biggest passion right now. Um, I have eight sets in there, so I'm constantly just building new sets and rotating it for like holidays and stuff. So right now I have a few uh, Halloween sets that are really fun in there. Um, but yeah, it's available to rent for like uh, other photographers and uh, videographers, music videos, commercials, even housing or uh, holding for like film and stuff. So like a six space, it's creative space. So it's just like open for whoever wants to use it. And you also do uh, like photo shoots yourself. Like you can, you run like packages basically like oh, boudoir, yeah. but like horror boudoir, I guess I call it. Like, what would you yeah. call it? Like it's the stuff you do is super sexy. It's, it is hot ghouls. Like it is hot ghouls everywhere. I love the work you do. It's like neon Thank noir you. most of the time. I think that's how yep. I first actually talked to you. I was like, man, this has got such a, like, a, like I said, neon noir aesthetic to you. It, uh, yeah. Thank so you. how do, how do you book your packages? How does that work? um that's actually funny you said it's like sexy bulls linda and i used to say we like created like awkward boners because you don't know how to feel because you're turned on but like bloody and weird <laughs> so that's what we're in the uh, industry of but um yeah i just i run specials like every month or so where i'll just like pick a day and a theme and then i'll just book a bunch of people in for that day at like a discounted price because it's i don't have to like do so many days side by side um so i'll run those every once in a while we just did our witches one which is a pretty big one every year we get we do two days two to three days and we just book uh as many girls as we can in the day i build a couple like witchy sets and linda does really really cool witchy makeup on them and then they do the photo shoot and they get the edits and then they're good to celebrate halloween but um yeah people can book pretty much shoots with me anytime like it a lot of people come to me with like ideas that they've had for a while and they want me to help bring to life. Or some people come to me and they're just like, I just want to do something cool. Give me an idea. Like I'm going to do it. So it's pretty much whatever people want. I can shoot it. And is this, what is your primary mode of contact for this type of stuff? Do you use it through your Instagram or is there a webpage? Yeah, we'll Instagram. put this all in our show notes. So yeah, Instagram and um, like my website, andreahunter.ca. That's pretty much how I get all my bookings through. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you guys ready to do this? Sure am. So before Scott takes this away, uh, my question to you is, Andrea, why did you pick this film? I don't really know, actually. It's like it's just like one of my favorites. Um, I have a really big <laughs> crush on Pyramid Head. I call him Pyramid Babe because he's just such a babe. Uh, I did a really, really cool Silent Hill cosplay years ago, and we won a costume competition. So I was pretty proud of that. And I still have my nurse mask to this day because it was just like such an epic costume. I couldn't breathe all night, but I was really proud of it um and yeah i just really like the movie i love the video games when i was younger too i used to play them with like my buddies in college and stuff and uh yeah just uh i don't know it's just like definitely one of my favorites okay scott you want to take a driver's seat for a bit then yeah i'm sorry as this this movie makes me so sad <laughs> as like personally i, I enjoy christoph gang's films a lot and brotherhood of the wolf is in my top 10 like i love that fucking movie and then knowing that this was like a passion project of his and this is the outcome of what came through it you know i'm i'm very sad because well this movie did make money like this movie was in theaters like domestically for like two months really? which i'm yeah i'm super surprised hmm. it was number one it was number one it's weekend it came out and then it and that was in April and then it didn't get out of theaters till the end of June and then for some reason for the World Cup that year Germany started rerunning this movie so it made more money off that 
so I don't know why. Chris, can you explain Germany's I, obsession? I, I, with I have Silent no Hill? idea, considering it's a French director shot in Canada. <laughs> like, like, there's nothing, there's yeah. nothing German, and it's a Japanese video game. You know what I mean? So, uh, but Scott's right. Yeah, it had a fifty million dollar budget. It made a hundred million. Uh, depending on how much marketing. I mean, they may have broken even or they would have made money. Uh, usually the rule is double, but I, I don't know what their uh, marketing budget was behind this. So, yeah, people, it's weird. It's got, it did well in the box office. It's got a 31% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics and a 63 from audience. Uh, but the, the money was there. Like, I don't know. Maybe there was nothing else going on. I, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I personally... I thought this movie was fucking awful. <laughs> this is, I'm, remember, I'm the I'm the film person on this show, and this is there's other than the cinematography, there is almost no redeemable value in this film for me. <laughs> what, what, I what think it's got to be nostalgia, a lot of nostalgia for it. Did you watch it when it first came out? I did, and then I rewatched it to get ready. Did you Did you rewatch it for this show? I watched it this morning. It no. was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Oh, listen, okay, um, go ahead, Scott, go ahead. I was going to say, like, the the piece of trivia that I think is hilarious, especially on INDB, it has about, about this film, is how, you know, they picked parts of Bramford to yeah. uh, depict Silent Hill. And, and Hamilton. It, yeah, it, but it was on Colburn Street, which I think is super hilarious because my brother-in-law now works on Colburn Street in Bramford. But back then, apparently it was so decayed, they're like, we don't have to make it look like shit at all. <laughs> we, we can just film it the exact same way it is. That sounds about right. Well, Andrea, <laughs> you're, you're, your studio's in Hamilton. You, sure you basically have a studio in Silent Hill. I do. <laughs> and it's funny, for those who are from Southern Ontario, these conversations about Hamilton and Branford being just like, especially back then, being so run down that they can be almost like in a post-apocalyptic or just like, <laughs> you know, end of days kind of environment with no set dressing is, is like, yeah. Or Windsor. I mean, I think Windsor could probably also still stand in for, for these environments. Right. So definitely. Yeah. But you gotta be, go ahead. I was gonna say, you gotta be careful what you're saying. Cause the sequel was Brantford and Cambridge. That's where it was filmed. So you gotta, Oh my God. Woo. Go Seabridge. (laughs) (laughs) So we have that in the handmaid's tale. Sequel (laughs) is absolutely terrible. Um, and it's crazy because you got like Roger Avery writing on this, who's like probably most famous for working on the story, some of the story components of Pulp Fiction. Uh, and now with get ready to drink Quentin Tarantino on the video archives podcast, we don't pitch a lot of podcasts on this show, but I love this one because I love Quentin Tarantino. So I listen to the video archives podcast. You know they're not paying us, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just hoping they pay attention. I just want Quentin Tarantino to be like, hey, Chris, I uh, I heard you were talking about my show. Um, but yeah, the writing yeah. is fucking awful. The, this has got some of the worst <laughs> written dialogue. It was it made me feel like they just went to the video game and went, oh, what dialogue's in the video game? Okay, we'll just use that. <laughs> like Not like a script writer sat down and was like, you know, typewriter and cigarette in mouth and being like, oh, how can I make this some fantastic dialogue? Um, like Peter Harlub of the San Francisco, San Francisco Chronicle had this to say, uh, Silent Hill has plenty of bad acting, bad dialogue, and a confusing plot, all of which become exponentially more painful when the movie goes on forever. This is some of the longest two hours and six minutes I've had to watch in a while, man. Like, I'm all about pacing, and I'm like, 
how is this movie over two hours? Yeah, it is. So what do you like about it? You can't just you can't just say nostalgia because you just watched it. So what is it that you like about this movie? I love everything that I think is just like I don't know. I love the creepiness about it. I love the special effects, especially for 2006. I think the effects were fucking really well done. Like when Pyramid Head rips off that chick's skin, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah, Yeah, that is pretty gnarly. That was pretty gnarly. Well, and they used, uh, a lot of those creatures are not like CGI or anything. What they did is they used dancers. So people had the ability to like move their bodies and contort their bodies. And then just did, yeah, and just did like really good uh, hair. Do you think that you like it because you're kind of in that FX world photography? Like the more the aesthetic, like you're like, hey, story is not that important. Like the scene when the like siren goes off and everything like just goes black. Like I'm just like, oh, this would be so fun to like shoot in this set and like make this world. And like the makeup, like the nurse's makeup, like the one chick that has like the crying blood yeah. right out eyes, like makeup's so gnarly. It's so cool. It's just like, yeah, it's just a world that to me is really visually pleasing. Well, the so, uh, so the DOP is Dan Lauston, who is a super famous director of photography now. So he did brother. He did. He worked with the director on Brotherhood of the Wolf. He did Crimson Peak. Then he did mm. John Wick two through four, The Shape of Water. And Nightmare oh, Alley. Shit. So he's like Del, a Del Toro's boy now too, right? Like, yeah. so just really, really, I believe he's a Danish cinematographer. Fantastic with the camera. And you see that. Like I, I would, that's the one thing I will say about this film is that it's got great aesthetics. And again, Mike, another quote, and I actually have two this time, Jason Anderson from the Globe and Mail, some more can-can, as Scott likes to call it. Uh, Though Silent Hill's shoddy dialogue and incoherent story is constantly, is constantly irate, uh, several sites and scenes possess a certain surreal grandeur, uh, grandeur, and I would see, yeah, it's super surreal. It's very uh, visually uh, pleasing from a like a really creepy vibe. But the story is just like, is that how the game is? Like, is the, like, do you have to have played this game to get this movie? Because I think that might be a bit of the challenge. More or less, yeah. Um, but like, what horror movie really has a good deep story with great dialogue? <laughs> Uh, I mean, we just watched, uh, what is it, Black Phone? Black Phone was pretty good. Oh, I'm actually watching that tonight for the first time. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm excited. Good. Yeah, both yeah. Scott and I really liked it. I'm pretty sure I jumped and scared and, and screamed. Yeah. Oh, what did you think of X by Ty West? Oh, I just watched that the other day. That was actually really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was, uh, I jumped at some parts. Like, some of those kills were really like, go! That, uh, the, the crocodile kill, got me. The first, the, the first kill with the... The boyfriend in the van and the stuff in the throat. I thought that was pretty um, uh, epic. The uh, the pitchfork, that cut scene with the pitchfork and then a cut to like the girl uh, in the basement or whatever and the cut back to his eyes being ripped out. That got me. That was crazy. That was really well done. Have you seen Pearl yet? The prequel? No, I have not seen that. So uh, just imagine what uh, the Wizard of Oz meets. What did we say, Scott? The Wizard of Oz meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Pretty All much, right. yeah. Yeah, it's all te- filmed in Technicolor. Oh, that sounds fun. But um, but yeah, like in terms of your question with the video game, like with me, I only played the second one, the second Silent Hill Two, where it was the guy going into the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I re- like doing the research for this. This that was the movie that Christoph Gans wanted to make too. He wanted to just do the second video game as the movie, but then the studio's like, "No, you got to explain what Silent Hill is." But apparently. <laughs> what silent hill is in the video game is nothing to what silent hill is in this movie right 
I actually learned that what Silent Hill is actually based off of today <clears throat> is a real town in the States that actually does have a burning coal still to this day, coal fire underneath it. So that's what like all of Silent Hill is actually loosely based off of that town. And it's not bad enough that they had to come to Branford to shoot it. <laughs> yeah, no, not that bad. The, the, the city that's actually on fire was actually too aesthetically pleasing. So they went <laughs> yeah, to probably. Branford. Wait, wait, well, Branford. I'm assuming if it actually was on fire, like the fumes there would kill people. Oh, yeah, definitely. Come on, man. The things you do for art, the things you do for art. I don't know. But it, yeah. it is funny, like early 2000s, like internet's like Silent Hill is uh, a ghost town, but it has highway markers on where to turn <laughs> to get to Silent Hill. <laughs> Well, yeah, you have to know how to get there. <laughs> so I would, I mean, for another another video, I don't watch a lot of movies that are based on video games, to my knowledge. Uh, the best example I was able to come up with is the the first Resident Evil. And what, mm. I thought that movie is still scary as shit. Uh, crazy yeah, action sequences. And it, you definitely didn't need to know anything about the video game because... The, almost though because of the way it starts like you see the you know SWAT team go in and then they work their way through and then you slowly get information um, as the story plays out it allows them to tell the whole story so if you have no connection to the video game you're like oh it's like people killing monsters oh wait how did these monsters get turned out oh we're finding out because we're in the lab yada 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 mm-hmm. uh, and again with Silent Hill I was like I don't know if there's this a bunch of information that I'm supposed to already have going into this film. So we'll leave that up to you to figure out, I guess. I don't really <laughs> I don't really remember the games that well, but I did yeah. love them. I just remember the babies, the crying babies that spit shit at you always freaked me out. Yeah. So what other films are on your like kind of top top five of hor- horror films? I'm assuming you watch a lot of horror considering you're literally wearing a front of the 13th TV yeah. right now. So I do. Um, the Shining's definitely up there. I really, really like The Shining <sighs> a lot. Kubrick, baby. It still creeps me out to this day. Like, I just, yeah. Uh, the first Halloween, of course. That's like all the classics are pretty much my favorites. Um, really like Jordan Peele's movies. Like Get Out was fucking amazing. Whoa, okay. This is awesome. Okay. What did you think of Nope? I, okay, I, it took me a while. It took me like two weeks of sitting on it, and then I decided I really liked it. <laughs> so I left, and I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" And then I was like, "I don't know how I feel." I'm like, "It was fun. I had a lot of fun watching it, but I'm really confused." And then after thinking about it for a while, I was like, "Yeah, no, I liked it." What did you What did you like about it? Uh, I liked it, how original it was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really, really original for an alien story. Um, and it was just like i don't know it was shot really beautifully i liked how it was shot a lot and yeah it was just funny the whole monkey side storyline was a little confusing to me i was like is this really necessary like i feel like just kind of jamming that in but whatever i would have liked to see more monkey and less everything else actually yeah like that monkey yeah, story could have been like, so, like... a bigger story and i was like that's it <laughs> Uh, I mean, you, it's weird. You both agree with Scott and me, but on different points. Scott Scott really liked that movie. I, again, thought it was atrocious and Jordan Peele shouldn't be allowed to direct movies. Um, you didn't like the other ones? I don't, I, I like Get Out is good. I don't like most of his stuff. I find that he has trouble uh, executing a proper story narrative. <laughs> so uh, I think he works with great cinematographers and he's got a great eye for set dressing and like I said, a vibe and aesthetic. I just <laughs> think maybe he's better to stay back and write or get someone else to help write his stuff or he's not just, he's maybe he's just not a good director and that's okay. <laughs> not everybody needs to be an auteur, right? So. 
That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I loved Get Out. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else? You, I mean, you, you, it's funny. You list all these other movies. You could have chosen those movies too. You know, <laughs> you, you had like <laughs> literally the whole world of movies and you picked this one. I so. was thinking, I know. I like, I honestly think I was just like, had just looked at the, like I did a Silent Hill photo shoot. So I think it was just like recently in my mind. So you just said horror movie and I was like, uh, Silent Hill. Oh, well, we'll definitely <laughs> be linking. Is that up on your Instagram? uh yeah yeah yeah. i can send it over to you guys yeah we'll definitely that be looking the, up that. it's the costume that i uh, made for halloween years ago and then we shot it yeah so what what do you do you have any crazy plans for halloween because you are like immersed in that world yeah i we always have a huge halloween party at our house um we are we're the house on that street so we have the whole all the animatronics and the big display and everything so people come through to our backyard and we have the whole display and i just like to scare children uh and you have a halloween party that goes along with that uh yeah like the saturday of every uh, halloween i just invite all my friends over and just have a big old party i cannot even imagine the level of anxiety that must go into some of your guests around a putting together <laughs> costumes like you can't just show up i feel like you can't just show up in like a uh a, a sheet with some eyes and be like oh i'm a ghost because like you've got like so many industry level people <laughs> that are coming with like basically the set of aliens, like the budget on aliens, you know, being put into their costumes and it's like, Hey, I'm a ghost or I'm, I'm something ironic, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Last year, my boyfriend had like a movie quality Wolverine, like head and hands. And it was just so fucking sick looking. And then I was, uh, um, we did underworld. So I dressed as uh, what's your face? Kate Beckinsale. Oh, okay. Yeah, and did the whole vampire thing, things and whatnot. But yeah, you gotta dress up, man. It's fun. Yeah, dressing up was fine, but I mean, again, the level that you guys are probably capable of would be <laughs> uh, a bit intimidating to the us normal folks. I don't judge. <laughs> uh, Scott, you got anything else for her before we let her go? Um, no, I just think it's super hilarious that we probably spent <laughs> like three minutes talking about this movie, and it's just like, fuck. <laughs> There's, no, I mean, she, 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 she said her part. I think I've said my part. Well, of can can somebody just explain one thing about this movie for me? Um, in terms of the ending. So, she's like the kid of Alessa, right? Yeah. But in terms of the scene, Alessa's <laughs> like nine when she, the thing with the janitor happens. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. What about that? Explain to that as that's to us to us. That, that was the one thing that I couldn't get across. I'm like, okay, so now she's not dead. She's a teenager or whatever. No, like no, when no, she's no. On that the happened to her, and then she turned evil when they burned her. And then the little evil kid that comes out was like the only, or Alessa that came out was like the only good part of her. Oh, yeah, oh so the baby wasn't from the janitor. No, 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 no. Oh wait, maybe it was. Because no. that's no, that's no, no, what no, it no. made it seem like. No, right? no, no. The crazy old woman, that's her mom. So she's just like a bastard child. So that's why they burn her. Yeah, her. But but then the the baby that becomes the main character, Sharon. Yeah, is supposed right. to be, like you said, the goodness. So yeah. so that so it's not actually like uh, it's actually like a, a hundred percent uh like spirit baby or something like that like it's not it's not a actual biological byproduct of that janitor yeah okay it's not like a rape baby (laughs) we'll go with that (laughs) we'll we'll just cut out what you said chris (laughs) but yeah that was the one thing i like i couldn't i'm like the way they yeah the way they angled it and presented that story i'm like i'm like this just got like super like 
awkward and like don't watch the movie for the story watch it for the visual effects you're like just watch it for the diamond head guy pyramid Pyramid, sorry sorry. he does have some sweet ass ass pyramid he's pretty badass right he's He's got a big ass sword (laughs) then then you must love the sequel then he's like the good guy in it i don't even remember i watched it once and i was like what don't need to ever watch that ever again When uh, when are you planning on seeing the new Halloween movie? You're gonna watch it this uh, this week coming Probably up. This or? week, yeah. Scott's yeah, going I'll, tonight. I'll... He's going after the, mm-hmm. after oh, the yeah? show. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm just gonna seal it. I'm not going to watch it. Well, I think you can. It's on video on demand, isn't it? Uh, probably. We have like one of those boxes where you can. You guys are living on the edge, man. You got living on the edge. Uh, well, thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to say before you get out of here? Uh, no. Just don't judge me on my. <laughs> <laughs> if you i panicked you, i was gonna say if you listen to half of the our podcast half the movies that chris's pick you're like fuck why oh, no i mean everyone talks about all the other fucking movies so let's throw something else out there the original yeah you were definitely original <laughs> had that going for me yeah uh thank you so much for coming out like i said uh we're gonna get a list of all your over email we'll get all your contact stuff and we'll throw that in our show notes so that people can find you and get shot awesome. by you uh yeah. in any way they want it sounds like <laughs> bullet holes throats cut whatever, yeah, whatever she's like and that's my halloween <laughs> scott's scott's gonna be hitting you up for some of his own boudoir photos uh soon oh perfect boudoirs <laughs> he, he wants oh to be a, like a hot michael myers <laughs> oh that's perfect i've done a few of those yeah and you can put a mask on him so you're good to go there exactly all right andrea uh <laughs> thank you so much and we will talk to you later have a fantastic halloween Awesome. Thanks. You guys too. Bye. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Well, Scott, (laughs) I will not recommend that movie to anyone, even cinematographers and stuff. There are better movies out there. You can watch for fucking cinematography movie fucking blows chunks. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a good movie either, but you know, what's super interesting. Mm. The sequel is so bad. That they're literally bringing back Christopher uh, Christoph Gaines to write and direct a new remake of his original version. Oh, okay, yeah, because he, I think he left production on the second one, uh, and so and Roger, oh, and Roger Avery didn't get to write on the second one because he was in jail for vehicular manslaughter. Uh, interesting mm-hmm. side note on uh, Mr. Avery, he's also from Manitoba, Canada. Woo, way to go, Manitoba, representing in the film world. I like how you just brought him down and be like, this guy killed somebody. Uh, but hey, he's from Canada, so he's okay. No, he's also from Manitoba, where we just were for the Winnipeg. Yeah, Manitoba that's what I'm saying. You're just like, well, he's okay. <laughs> uh, that's all for me, man. And that is our wrap for the day. Please like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends. If you want to get a hold of us, reach us at the www.howdyoulikethatmovie.com And you, and you know why this movie didn't make money. Or it, it's not as it's not as popular because they fucking had Sean Sean Beam and they didn't fucking kill him. <laughs> they didn't kill him. People are like, oh, Sean Bean's in a movie.
What? He's not dead? This movie's fucking garbage. Variety, fucking everybody else is just like, we're not We're not even going to recommend this movie because John Bean's not dead. No, I think, like, in reality, I think there's, like, two actors that, like, if they're in it... They die. Like, yeah, it's Sean Bean and Danny Trejo. I think Trejo has the the record for most on-screen deaths, but Bean's, like, literally right behind him. Yeah, well, he was in uh, Possessor that we covered on our show, and I believe he died a, a fucking awful death in that one, so... Mm-hmm. I think that we even made the little joke on that one. Like, you can't have a Sean Bean in a movie without killing him. That's it's right. probably part of his contract. That is. Well, clearly, it got put in after this, because he should have died in this Production by Rod Shaver, Vader Monkey Productions.